Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, section 9, chapter 112. He is warned in a vision of the roof that threatened to fall. Philip's age, 61. In the following year, 1576, something happened during the building works, which I must not pass over in silence. When the old church had been demolished, along with other buildings on the site of the new construction, one little hovel remained roofed after the others had been leveled. Suddenly, one day, Philip had Giovanni Antonio, the clerk of works, summoned, and as soon as he arrived, he told him to have the roof taken off the hovel immediately. Last night, he explained, I saw the Holy Mother of God, who was holding it up with her own hands. The place was being used as a chapel to say Mass and administer the sacraments to the people, for the old church had the responsibility of souls attached to it. Giovanni Antonio went back and ordered the workmen to demolish the roof. As soon as they set to, they noticed the beam, which supported the roof, had no support for itself. One of the ends, what they call the beam's head, was quite out of the wall, which quite astonished those who saw it. In that same year, 1576, Giovanni Battista Cresci was suffering so much from frequent headaches and fever that he used to scream and moan day and night in a pitiful manner. The pain continued to increase for several days, and he never found any relief, till the suffering brought him to such a pitch that he often thought of putting an end to his misery by throwing himself down a well. Finally, having exhausted all other means, it occurred to him, in desperation of any other remedy, to apply to Philip. For there was no doubt that his prayers would be beneficial. Philip visited him and laid his hands on him and spoke to him thus, Avoid sin, cultivate great devotion to the Holy Mother of God, You have nothing to fear. This illness is not going to cause your death. You will be well enough soon. As soon as he had said it, the sick man began to feel better. The headache disappeared altogether. He was able to sleep and soon afterwards got out of bed in good health. In the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, child of Mary, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
If God gives you the grace to go to Rome, you can go to the church of the Chiesa Nuova, about 15 minute walk from St. Peter's. And there in that church, Santa Maria in Velicella, you can visit the church that St. Philip built. And when you walk in up on the far left, is the body of St. Philip in a special chapel. But if you walk down the center aisle and you stop just about the, in the middle of the church and you look up, you'll see a painting depicting the reading from tonight's section of Galonio. It's the miracle of Our Lady holding up a beam that had been basically suspended in the air without proper support. Now, all of us, need Our Lady to support us. All of us need protection. And from the beginning of his priesthood, from the beginning of his gathering men around him, St. Philip was aware that Our Lady was the one who was directing things. Just as our Lord obeyed his mother in this life, so the disciples of the Lord, the brothers of the Lord, the sisters of our Lord, have discovered that Mary continues to show a maternal solicitude for us. And that as our Lord obeyed his mother, and he said, follow me. As St. Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. So we too imitate Christ in a filial, a sonly, a daughterly relationship to Mary. And never was it known that anyone who fled to her protection was left unaided. And so at the very beginning of the congregation of the Oratorians, as they're building their house, Mary showed that she herself is the one who's protecting them. She's protecting them from roofs falling on them, literally. But that itself is a symbol of her protection from all kinds of evil falling down upon them. And when St. Philip finished the church, he had every altar dedicated to some mystery of the life of Mary. And is that strange? No. Because how much did Christ love his mother? How much did he love to think about her? And that love for Mary, that docility to Mary, is what entered into the heart of St. Philip. And he wanted everyone to know the importance of Mary in the Christian life. That devotion to her is integral to the Christian life. Just as a roof is integral, a necessary part of a building. So Mary and devotion to Mary is integral, a necessary part of the Christian life. Why? because she is the model of faith. Abraham is the Old Testament model of faith. But Mary is the one who says to the angel, let it be done to me according to thy word. She's not only our model, but she's the one who said yes on behalf of us all. It's somehow necessary that we enter into her yes, that we share in her yes. And she was the one who pondered all the things in Christ's life. 
So we take her into our own home like John the Beloved. He took her into his own things. He took her under his roof. So let us tonight ask Mary to come and live with us, to live under our roof, the physical roof of our house, to guide us, to protect us, to show herself a mother, but even more, let us ask her to come under the roof of our bodies, be it done to me according to thy word, she said, to come into our hearts, to come into our lives, inside us. Lord, I'm not worthy you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. We want Mary's heart to be in our heart. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.